Like many out there, podcasts helped get us through the pandemic. I know they helped me get through the pandemic. Listening to someone's voice was a way to connect and feel like I was there. With theater and playlist coming back from the brink, I wanted to try something different with our reviews going forward. And I thought, what better way than a podcast? I mean, everyone else is doing it, right? So here it is, our first episode of Dads in the House. As always, I want to hear your feedback. Email me at podcast at minnesotaplaylist.com. What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? What should we review? Thanks for listening. All right. Uh, hi there. I'm Damon. I'm uh, John. This is John. John, thanks for joining me on this. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of John laughing. Let's just be honest. It really is. Uh, welcome to uh, this inaugural episode of Dads in the House, <laughs> which I think I made up as a joke in the shower the other day. Uh, and then was like, actually, this is kind of a good idea. Uh, so we are off to see uh, Feast, uh, presented by Walking Shadow Theater Company. Uh, and this is going to be a little bit of uh, uh, an audio review, is what we're doing. But we got a, we've got a, a setup, a prequel, a preamble, a, uh, a preview. No, something like that. We are actually in the car on the way to. Where are we headed? We are headed to the Black Forest Inn. Off of lovely Nicolet, Nicolet Avenue. Yeah. Awesome. Home of uh, German foods and German beers. The only only place for German foods. Because I think Gastov's has closed. I well, don't think Gastov's is a thing anymore. We should look that up. I should look that up. I'm going to fact... Uh, I will fact check this podcast <laughs> until uh, playlists can afford a fact checker. Like all of the cool podcast kids have. So, uh, yeah, so we're heading over. We're going to take just a couple of minutes to talk. Uh, I, I just wanted to kick off. Uh, so Walking Shadow Theater Company, uh, last thing I saw by them happened to be with you. Mm-hmm. In oh. fact, we went and saw Cabal, yes. uh, a play with puzzles, uh, prior to the pandemic. And that, I have seen it two other times past that. So I've seen, it, seen that a total of three times. All right. Fantastic. Uh, it is a. Have I you failed at any puzzles every time. Uh, the, okay, so the first puzzle. I, I don't want to do any spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. But the very first puzzle, since I already know, I know the solution. I am that person watching a train wreck with people, <laughs> and I can't say anything. Like I cannot. I cannot say. Hey, you're doing. I've done this before. That by the way, this is a play. No, this is real. We're not actually part of a, a cabal. Um, but I can't say anything, and the actors now have seen me there enough times that they know. And I'm going to be going a fourth time. Uh, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Kathy uh, to go as well because she's an honorary she's an honorary Wiccan herself. So yeah, no, I, I love I love Walking Shadow. Love what they do. Great. Um, yeah. Great. So yeah. So we're so Cabal. Cabal was a lot of fun. I've seen a lot of Walking Shadow shows. Uh, not everything they've done. They, they've got a, quite an extensive repertoire here in the Twin Cities. Uh, have been producing for many a year. Uh, but uh, Meg and I uh, have certainly seen quite a bit of stuff uh, over the years. So I'm excited for this. Uh, I, I'm really, I think coming out of the pandemic, uh, I will see more, uh, 
I guess one might describe like as traditional theater performance. I have an intent to do that. However, uh, things that are hooking me that I'm interested in uh, are, are things that kind of mix up the format a little bit. And so what we've got tonight is we've got a kind of spin on dinner theater, uh, so to speak. Uh, and so this show Feast, uh, we are getting dinner provided by Walking Shadow and the Black Forest Inn, uh, followed by the performance. And this is a one-woman show that we'll be seeing tonight. Uh, and I'm hoping, uh, if the marketing imagery is any indicator, I'm hoping that what I should feel is a sense of fullness in my stomach <laughs> and then nausea. <laughs> if I don't know, I don't know why that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting. Like the, the, the idea to me that they're going to serve me food and then we're going to, uh, experience this show, uh, uh, afterwards, but it's very much about Grendel's mother, Beowulf, mm-hmm. right? That's what, that's yep. what we've got. I've done zero research on this. So no ahead of time. I've done, I've done no, um, done nothing ahead of time to, to look at, to look up, uh, anything about this show. So that's what I know. Uh, and cool thing in fact that um uh john heimbuck one of the founding members of walking shadow theater company performs a one-man show of beowulf uh and i i believe that is playing in repertory with this performance of feast uh which is really cool and i think thematically is is just a, a very smart smart choice so uh with that uh john what are you looking forward to tonight at the show. Um, first, I'm I'm ready for someone to get me excited about Beowulf. Uh, that's I think that's I think every <laughs> every high school English student, i.e., all of us, uh, <laughs> can can agree with that. I, I mean, I t- there's a there was a, uh, a a literature class I took in college that completely killed literature for me, like the classic works, because we do we we overly dissected them, and so. With how much of a Beowulf enthusiast John is, and that this is—I don't even know how this play fits in that universe. I'm very excited to see. I mean, and I, yeah, I'm excited for them to just get me excited about that story again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Well, I am—I I agree with you. Uh, I have no idea like what we're headed into. I know it's a one-woman show. I know uh, it is—it's uh, not directed by anyone from Walking Shadow Theater Company, so. Uh, uh, Allison, uh, I'm forgetting her last name, their last name, uh, directed it. I just caught the name. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to see kind of what we get. Uh, and we will have more after the break when, uh, we are done seeing the show and back in my house to do some, uh, some recording and a little bit of chatting about Walking Shadow Theater Company's Feast. So, woo! Stay tuned. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, I am John Zeiler. What do uh, I am a father of one, a husband of none, uh, <laughs> former professional actor. For, former professional actor. Let's start with something relevant to Minnesota playlists, shall we? <laughs> uh, so, I have known. I've known Damon. For well, well over a, a single lifetime, uh, going back to two thousand, late two thousand seven, early two thousand eight, uh, I I have been a professional dancer, professional singer, professional actor, 
uh, amateur playwright, huge D&D enthusiast uh, that I share with Damon, which, uh, you know, there's the there's a very hot topic these days of like the evolution of friendship and uh, Damon and I really fell back into a very strong fr- friendship as we were exploring our love and exploration of D and D. And for for you Muggles out there, uh, that is Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, <laughs> can we say Muggles on can this? We say, oh shoot! Can we um, say Muggles? Do we get sued? We get sued. Uh, check it in post um, <laughs> uh, for for I don't know, I, non-gaming people out there. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I am. I'm an on on again, off again uh, sidekick to Damon when it comes to Minnesota playlist. Uh, I have known Damon many years, and to where he brings me into the ground level, uh, the ground floor on things. And I love I love bouncing ideas off of him and him off of me. That sounded really weird. Uh, we're not going to fix that one in post. Keep that. But keep that one. Uh, but yeah, that's that is that is a, that is a me. Great. <laughs> It's me, John Zyler. Uh, great. Well, thank you, John. Uh, so we're we're back. We are no longer in the car. We are, in fact, in the uh, in the game room in the basement in my house uh, at the headquarters for Minnesota Playlist. So, uh, yeah, we're going to chat for uh, 15, uh, 20 minutes or so about Feast, uh, Walking Shadows uh, production. And as David Pisa, one of the founding members of Walking Shadow, mentioned, uh, their first show post pandemic uh, that is uh, brand new from the from the ground up. Um, uh, we'll get the script and other notes uh, for people in the uh, in the text on the uh, the the blog article on Minnesota Playlist. So you'll see that in there if you're listening right now. Uh, as I left the program upstairs and don't feel like running up and getting it. <laughs> Uh, but let's let's talk a little. I just left my iPad and all my notes. So, oh no, wait! I can access those things from my phone. Thank you, um, a company named after a fruit that I, I definitely don't want to say because I do not want to get sued. <laughs> It's our first day. It's our first day. Our, our first day. Uh, but yeah, we we had a, a lovely evening. Uh, I did say that I would put um, uh, some. Uh, uh, Food review in there. So, John, tell me about your dinner. How was your food? The, the dinner was fantastic. We in the the first part of this conversation, we were talking about where do, where does one get good German food? Uh, I knew of two places. It was Gastov's in Northeast Minneapolis, Minneapolis which many of you know, uh, or maybe you don't, uh, have became very problematic for some of their business choices and some of the clientele that they would host. Uh, is no longer around. Gastos is gone. Uh, Black Forest Inn was the only other one. I know there are other restaurants out there, and I I'm I apologize in advance that I am naive to those. Uh, I would love to know about them. Share them in the comments. Share them in the comments. Uh, smash that like button. And we don't have a like button. The, <laughs> okay. Share them in the comments. Uh, the food was phenomenal. Phenomenal. It, it, it had been a very, very long time since I had, uh, uh, had food consumption at the Black Forest Inn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started off, I mean, I, I, we joked about this at dinner, but let's talk about the bread. The bread was <laughs> absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. It was just a basic dinner roll with, um, I, I want to... <laughs> Moving on. No, uh, no, I'm dead serious. Like, the, the, I mean, really it, want to talk about the bread. Was, I really do want to talk about this. All right. I, so it was sprinkled with a, with a grain on top of it that uh, had a texture that just, it wasn't overdone. 
it was it was not heated. It was room temperature, but it still had. It a, wasn't a full poppy seed, but it was that's what it seemed seed. like. It seemed like a poppy seed roll. Like it was really good. It was delicious, and it was it was amazing. It was quite um, good, and so. it, it felt like it had been freshly baked like that yeah, day. Quite. Uh, the first course was a uh, was a carrot soup. Carrot ginger. Ca- carrot ginger mm-hmm. soup. Um, I didn't love it. Then I mean, I I'm a I, 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 I I'm a huge lover of root based soups, root vegetable based soups. Uh, this I did not taste the ginger, but I mean the the, the consistency of it was phenomenal. Mm. I love carrot. I'd, I'd use carrots as currency if I could. Um, but I mean, I, I wasn't a huge. But it did want me. It didn't make me wanting more. So it did its job. Mm-hmm. It was like it was very much like a, a tease, a palate tease. I did like it, and mine. I don't know why mine was <laughs> did actually taste heavy on ginger. That was it. Yeah, you got no, all no. The I, yeah, you got I got clearly I got the ginger from both of us. So it was delicious. <laughs> uh, main course was phenomenal. I had the ribs. You had the chicken. I had the chicken. Uh, I mine came with some kind of gravy um, sauerkraut. I don't know what it stunning. was, but it Absolutely was stunning. amazing um, with just like like a. A, like a boiled potato that had been peeled and cut into quarters and so you could just cut the potato and dip it in the sauerkraut and like eat it all at once and it was friggin delicious so absolutely amazing and the ribs were perfect literally perfect it's the the food food itself was it's very interesting like using it as a a precursor to an introduction to the show itself yeah. like it very i was I was feeling very fat and happy. Yep. Walking into the show. The chicken was amazing. Yep. Um and it was a perfect setup because what we what we were opened up to with um I hate to say Grindel's mother, because I mean that's a I don't want to give spoilers either. Yeah, but, I think I think that's fair. Uh, but I and for those of you that see the show you'll see why I have uh-huh. I have some issues saying that. But uh the themes that Grindel's mother hits us with it it really jars you out of the warmth and happiness of that meal that you had, and yeah. it's like I and, and that's, if that's their intent, can we swear? <laughs> I'm de- I'm de- yeah, I know. I'm de- I'm debating. I'm like, can we? Are we are we swearing? Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, we are. Oh, you'll be able to bleep it out. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it was. Uh, if that was their intent, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah. And the opposite of what I called in the car. Right, yep. I really, yep. I really want. Like, I went in with an expectation of uh, this will. I like. I should like. The show is called Feast, and I actually don't. I actually don't like the title. No, like relative to what I saw, I don't think it's the right title. Uh, or maybe it is. Maybe it's the right title because it completely. I wasn't prepared for what I saw, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I definitely thought I was going to have this kind of jarring discrepancy between having eaten and then like being presented with a theatrical work that that like ruined that. I don't know. Maybe I'm a cynic in that sense. Like maybe I'm just like like you're gonna. I paid for a really good meal. And, and to be fair, we're reviewing this, so we did not pay. Thank you very much, Walking Shadow and Black Forest, for the complimentary dinner and show. It was worth it. Um, but if you're you're paying, and I'm gonna pay for this meal, and then you're gonna ruin it for me, like that's like, so literally, I guess that's what I would produce, no. right? Like if it's one night, the the theater company I, I used to run produced a show, that's what we would do to you. So <laughs> I actually know I can I get I know a, a handful of artists in my head immediately who would do that exact kind of thing. So, but. 
that being said, I, I do think um, I agree with you completely that the 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 fat, happy, full, wonderful vibe is then put up against and manipulated by the piece in a very good way. Yes. Right? It, it sets you up. Uh, for for where the show is going, so we will. Uh, to be fair, uh, we will try to minimize any kind of spoilers. I don't. It's not a surprise show, but I do think it's a show that um, uh, as the layers get peeled back, there's a there's a a reveal to the core nature of what the playwright forgive me not in front of me right now um has going on uh and you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna pull it up on i have a device that d- like tells me things <laughs> i can go to walking shadow theater <laughs> company uh to their website and i could probably see who wrote the damn play uh since i just went and saw it. so give it a second um but uh john tell me t- so I don't, I don't want I don't want these to be gladiatorial thumbs up thumbs down. Right, so right, I don't want it to right. be like oh it was good it was bad I didn't like it like so what let's let's start with a just briefly what stood out to you uh, that that di- maybe didn't didn't work didn't land wasn't connecting for you um, I, I and I, I'm gonna do this delivery because I always like to end on like that like good solid positive Absolutely. note of what Absolutely. what did what did work there there's this whole. And it, it cuts in with the themes as well of like the 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 modern day themes of how humanity acts, and that's a big thing. And again, I'm going to keep referring to her as Grindel's mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a big thing that she touches on. Playwright is Megan Gogarty. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh, and you can read uh, her. Uh, quite an accomplished playwright. Um, I read her. I had a minute to read her bio while you were grabbing us uh, some wonderful beers uh, from the Black Forest Inn. Uh, we did not go full Das Boot. Uh, <laughs> we, we we stayed with some mugs uh, and directed by Allison Vincent. Uh, so we'll t- we'll talk about that in just a moment. But Perfect. Carry on. Uh, th- there's some themes that she brings up about the the, the flaws of humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, what the flaws of you know what we what we deem as a hero, and. The physicality. I'm gonna. This is gonna be kind of like a, a, a compliment sandwich here. Sure. Um, the 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 physicality that she had in the in the in the character of Grindel's mother. I'm referring to Isabel Nelson, our performer this yes. evening. So absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant with mm-hmm. what she did. The mm-hmm. physicality that she brought. I mean, there was this animalistic piece to her. She she was playing the part of a mother, an animal, a, a quote unquote monster, and I did air quotes on a podcast, amateur move, as you should. Um, uh, <laughs> but also a a woman and a, and a a being of this universe. I mean, there were so many characters that she embodied that were just to Grindel's mother herself, and then she embodied other characters as well. That when she started to jump into there was this old school feel to it. There was it felt it felt like Beowulf. It felt like a classic literature novel character, mm-hmm. or not novel, but literature piece character speaking to us. And when she would jump into like a nineteen fifties housewife character, or uh, overly sexual valley girl, or whatever, I understood the choice. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, but it didn't land with me. Okay. Um, because there were things, there were things that that character was disgusted with, that she would she would you know take human food, eat it, and hated it, or uh, she would she would make a comment about humanity's choices and religion or whatever, and she hated it, and she'd show that disgust. 
when she would enter into these embodiments of modern characters, there was no disgust. It wasn't even a mocking. It was uh, sometimes it was mocking, but other times it was just like it was just a choice. It was like a a, a comfortable. It was a comfortable outfit to just try on for hmm. our own amusement. Hmm. And I got it. I got the choice. It didn't land with me because mm-hmm. it was just like I didn't believe in that moment that that character wanted to do that. Hmm. Interesting. I actually, I, I, I'm kind of the opposite. I actually really, I, I think it was those rapid shifts between characters that actually kept me engaged. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I found the, um, uh, my challenge, I think, with, uh, with, my challenge with was probably more with the script. Uh, and in that, uh, I, I, I wanted some more space there were there were a couple segments where the point had been made and it felt like it just kept going on and on and mm-hmm. on. Like and that I, I was I was listening to someone write to just see how many metaphors they could come up with. And and again, that's a that's a diminishment of like of of uh, of of the playwright's abilities. Like I I know that's not the point. But I'm in a I'm in a restaurant surrounded by people, there's food, there's drinks. It's Brecht. We're we're we've broken. It's not it's not a traditional theater space. Like I'm not necessarily here for the soliloquy, which is ironic given that it's presented by one woman. It's a one. It's a monologue, right? But but I I liked those shifts to as a mechanic to keep me on my toes. That okay. I, that that actually really worked for me. Um, so I want to come around real quick to. Uh, uh, this physicality. So um, I know Isabel uh, and and uh, Allison. Uh, I think you've. I don't know if you've worked with Allison. Mm-hmm. I think you know Allison. Yeah, um, uh, both of them. Uh, uh, Isabel, uh, founding member of Transatlantic uh, Love Affair um, Theater Company in town. Very physical based. She's a Lecoq student, um, and uh, I believe Isabel's or uh, Allison was one of the one of the founding members. Members, I'll check the um, program, and if not, I'll either edit this or add an addendum in the notes or something. Um, regardless, uh, both incredibly talented physical performers, clown performers, uh, and so to watch Isabel with Allison's direction uh, and that work on top of the shifting characters, I'd be curious to go back to the script and see how much of those shifting characters are pre like written into that mm, and okay. how much of it was directorial choice and how much of it was actor choice uh, you know was it a disassembly of the script in a way like we're going to play these out i suspect there was some already there but i i i actually i think that more than likely i i mean allison and uh isabel's like physical fingerprints pun intended were all over this mm, right mm-hmm. and they and they really it really shined in in this in this um, uh, in this forum. Uh, I, I I really liked watching that, and that's what that's what really kept me hooked. It ended in a way that ultimately diffused this feeling, but I felt like I was sometimes like, cool, the, we're, we're really hitting the nail on the head. Like, we're just, it's on the nose. Like, it's, I, I got it. I, I, I got where we're going. And then there there are, I think there, there are some, there were some layers that kind of peeled back in the latter 30 minutes that, re, that 
was like, oh, okay, like like shift it up for me. And again, without trying to you know without giving too many spoilers away, yeah. uh, I really think that they did a a, a really nice a, a really solid job of taking what felt a little preachy of a script and 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 really owning it and turning it and humanizing it. And I wonder if without that, and this brings me full circle back to kind of like what you were mentioning, I wonder without seeing those caricatures of mm-hmm. other types of people, her kind of, her trajectory throughout space and time, and her being with us all mm. this time, if if that wouldn't have been possible. That's a, that's a phenomenal, that's, that's a very good point. That's, and it's like, that, that actually helps me that's very funny you saying that in this moment it actually makes me see that in a completely different light I tend to you know I, I make this I make this joke with uh, with my partner that she is all science and I am all uh, brunt force mm-hmm. and I do tend there's a lot of things that I go into seeing things very two dimensionally and hence uh, ladies and gentlemen we, we uh, Dave and I are also part of a book club and it has helped me really attack literature in a far uh, 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 in a, a, a much more full fashion than what I would do before. So having these kinds of conversations, I you know those of you that are listening to this, I, I hope you 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 kind of, those of you that approach things in a two dimensional fashion as well. This is the stuff. These are the kinds of conversations you got to have after a, a show of this uh, of this style. Mm-hmm. I mean it 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 was a brilliant show. It was mm-hmm. a very brilliant mm-hmm. show. Yes, it has it has some qualm. I have some qualms with the script itself, but. You know, Walking Shadow is the type of company that can take, you know, not to make not to make the old joke, but they could take something like the phone book, you know, throw some minimalist, smart props behind it, beautiful soundscape, and some brilliant lighting, and you've got yourself a, a, an absolute GD masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that is something that I really appreciated with this. That it was the minimal the minimal uh, prop approach. Yep. That and again, without giving too much away, I just want to I want to regurgitate the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's a little hard to talk about it because there is there like I I want viewers to go see and experience it because exactly. it is because it exactly. is an experience. Like this is this is not this is not just a th- this is not just a theater production to go and see. Yes. I, I actually and it was one of the reasons I wanted to make this the debut piece that I went to see after the pandemic. I haven't seen anything since prior to, you know, 2020. Uh, and I really wanted to have an experience. So the combination of the food, the environment, a single performer, a story, storytelling in a community, like that was what I was really looking for. And it served. I think it served. I think that that was served like it was amazing, like in that sense. Um, you know, when I go in to review something, when I'm going, like I'm bringing, I'm wearing a cynical hat, I'm wearing my my critical hat, I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my, yeah. you know, I've, I've got 20 years of theatrical producing under my belt, like I'm a, I've directed, like that, those are all there, but I'm also trying to just be an audience member as well. I'm also just trying to experience it as well. And so, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I want people to go, you should go see this show. Like you, you should go. They've extended their run. Um, uh, there were, I, th- I think, there are quite a few reasons to go see it. I think the physicality, which mm-hmm. we mentioned, is certainly one. Um, uh, I think there are some really memorable lines in there. I jotted a couple down uh, that I really liked, and I think that there's one. I, I think I got the wrong word. The wrong. I'm gonna get this. Uh, I'm gonna email. 
uh, John Heimbuck or from Walking Shadow or David Pizan, I'll, I'll get this line, but um, uh, when she said, to whom do you build your statues? To whom do you name your streets? These are the metrics to your values. That's, I, that's I, it. No, is that it? it? You okay. got it. I, I feel like values powerful. was the wrong word. I couldn't remember, but yep. like, like I was trying to scratch it down as fast as possible, but I really... That that really stuck. I think there's some really great language in this piece, even though I had some qualms with like the ongoing. Language. Right, right, right. Um, they, uh, but yeah. What are what are some? I mean, what are some reasons for people to buy a ticket to this? Um, whether you're going to see it, and I, I will point this out, um, they got a great option, right? Come and see just the show, or come and experience dinner and see the show. And Walking Shadow is providing you both options there. So yes, either one's yes. good. But what, John, some, some reasons that, that you think people should go out and see this. This is going to be, so even though, so Damon, you've, this was your theatrical viewing debut uh, since the pandemic. Yep. Uh, I have seen other shows since the pandemic, but they've been, um, they've been giant spectacles. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think I'm going to list off what I've seen. I, I don't want to, I don't want to create a rift here, but the... This was an intimate evening, uh, not just. I mean, I, I was joking with Damon. It was like, hey, we're having, we get our mandate tonight. We finally, <laughs> we finally are getting a mandate, and like um, that in itself, like just the dinner, the setting, we're around people that are all there for the same reason. Uh, that's something I had really missed. I had mm-hmm. really missed just like from going out and seeing theater. Um, the other piece of it is like the theatrical performance itself is incredibly intimate. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about anybody else, you know, listening in on this, but I I was so hungry for that, so hungry for that intimate setting, uh, that storytelling piece. Spectacles are great. Spe- we we need we we need the balance here and there, but to have someone just grab me by the throat and tell me a story, mm-hmm. I mean that. I, I had another beer next to me, and I felt like I was wronging the theater and the performer every time I kind of like reached over to grab the beer because it kept taking me out. Brett like, would be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, "Drink um, the damn beer! Drink the damn beer!" <laughs> You're in a theater. Um, <laughs> the su- the subject itself, um, if you if you like classic literature, and if you if you like if you like work that you just are hungry for an extended universe that mm-hmm. you were never given, this this was. Fun to hear that. Yeah, very um, much. I've never, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm an English major, uh, dance major first, English major second, um, but came to a point where I mean, we dissected Beowulf to no end, mm-hmm. and it just it ruined the magic. So I was never a part of the sect of folks that were like, I'm hungry for the extended universe of Beowulf. But now I am hungry. I'm more hungry for it. It's like they introduced me to some concepts and then some things to it and like an extended piece to that story that was like, oh, man, there, there, there was more. So just that element of like geeking over a classic literature, finding out more to the story, the intimacy of the theatrical evening itself, uh, just those two things alone. I have more to list, but I'll end it there. There's yeah. two things alone that it's just like, you know what? I, I would easily pay the, t- the ticket. I would pay for a ticket for that. Great. Great. I agree. I agree with both those. Um, and I will, I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it on. I, I go see it to see Isabel Nelson work. Yeah. Like she, uh, her, her transformations. She's a, she's a woman, uh, transforming for you for 75 straight minutes. Uh, and the moment when she, uh, uh, and I don't think this gives anything away, but where she's she's introducing the character of Beowulf, who we will, who we 
you know, is obviously part of the story. <laughs> spoiler. Spo- spoiler. Beowulf. Spoiler. Beowulf. Grendel's mom, Grendel and Beowulf. You know, I, I mean, I I didn't flunk high school English, but um, I do remember the story. Uh, but when she's introducing that, there's this moment where she she ends the sentence on the 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 second to last word and holds a pregnant pause and transforms as she sits down in the chair and then says the last word of the sentence. And it was, it, it, it was magic. It was absolute magic and nothing, there was nothing but a woman like just doing her work. Like, and it was, and it was absolutely beautiful. There was no, there wasn't a light shift. There wasn't a sound there were, you could have heard a pin drop. All we were watching was her. And, and and that's that to me it, it like worth the price of admission like right. absolutely fantastic right. John uh, thank you for coming on for our inaugural uh, <laughs> episode here of uh, uh, of the podcast uh, if I don't know I hope I'm gonna do more I could go see more theater <laughs> I'm gonna do more um, dads in the house uh, you know uh, uh, I am going to go out with other dads and and see shows that is that is the that's the gimmick um, and at some point. It will, I don't know, maybe be a mom or so. I don't know. Bring everybody in. Bring the whole family. Bring the whole family. I don't know. So as a, as a dad, I, I just needed a, a, a good moniker. So that's uh, that's what I got. Um, but yeah, check it out. Uh, it, it has been extended through April 1st, I believe. Already. Uh, already. They opened yesterday. Yeah, it opened, it opened yesterday. Uh, well, if you're listening to this, it opened Friday, uh, March <laughs> 3rd. Uh, and it's running for at least a month. Uh, you can get tickets, uh, Walking Shadow, uh, walkingshadow.org, Walking Shadow Theater. God, I really, you know what I'm going to do on the next podcast, John? You're going to have that information. In I'm going to, I'm going to pre-prepare <laughs> the information, uh, about the company I'm talking about, walkingshadow.org. You can check, uh, check it out there, uh, get all the info and the deets, uh, buy some tickets, uh, and go see some fantastic performance and eat some fantastic food. I strongly, re- you can see the show, but... I, I, I recommend getting the dinner ahead of time. 100%. Well, 100% well worth it. So uh, thanks for joining. We'll do another one of these at some point. Have another mandate. Uh, but uh, thank you, everybody, for listening in. Uh, you are checking out minnesotaplaylist.com. Come on back uh, anytime for everything happening uh, in the Minnesota theater performing arts scene. Dads in the House is part of Playlist Presents, a podcast series covering the Minnesota performing arts scene. Have an idea for a Playlist Presents podcast? Want to record with us? Want to review a show with me? Email podcast at minnesotaplaylist.com. Our music was created in GarageBand, and most of the recording and editing was done at the Minnesota Playlist headquarters in South Minneapolis. Visit minnesotaplaylist.com to promote yourself with the talent profile, your show on our always free calendar, or your opportunity on our classifieds page. Thanks for listening. Go see live theater. Don't spend the night alone. <laughs>